Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we're going to talk about fire safety, uh, the different regulations that are in the industry and how things are starting to change within this industry and what we see having an impact on that fire safety uh, situation and the technologies that come with it. I'm joined today by Carsten Leesner. He is the head of the Solutions and Service Division of Siemens Smart Infrastructure in Europe. Carsten, thank you very much for joining us. Hey, welcome. So we're talking here about uh, fire safety and specifically around regulations and and what we see changing or what we see in the future. Um, let's start at the very start. Fire safety historically and in general is a is a relatively strongly regulated industry. Is that correct? Yes, uh, definitely, definitely. I mean, first of all, it, it's 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 still highly regulated, and it was also. I mean, talking now uh, about Europe, for example, it was also kind of a very good. Um, Entry entry barrier for for other other players, especially from 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 China and from 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 the Americas to to move in into this market into this European market. But what you what you really can see, um, and it's a little different country by country, but you you see kind of a big um, deregulation uh, movement uh, in the different in the different countries. So we're seeing within different countries in the European area a move towards simplifying or or lowering some of those those regulatory challenges to make it a little easier for people within the industry to go about their daily business. Yeah, exactly. And 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 very much. I mean, the, the kind of the biggest group which is stepping in are facility managers because they're usually doing um, kind of facility management for for different disciplines, and they're also now. Um, you know, trying to uh, at least get kind of the more easy services, um, and and you know, in the, in the in this market, it's also, I mean, like in every market, you usually follow follow the the, the, the profit pools um, where they are in the market, and in fire mm-hmm. safety, it's definitely also in service, like in other industries, like the ele- elevator business or you know others, and and this is then very much where all their competition. Um, is going into, and especially the facility managers are, are are really trying to move up the the ladder, so to say, to to also play a role uh, in this in this kind of um, space, and and also trying to influence um, the, the the regulation bodies. Um, it's also in the fire safety. It's coming very much also out of the residential market. Um, uh, so we see also more and more spillover from. Um, kind of deregulation you have already in the in residential market, also into the professional or commercial market. So um, really something to watch. But again, um, it's really very specific country by country. Um, in some countries, still um, the the company which is installing the system is also then always responsible for the service afterwards. In some other countries, this is more kind of an open service. Uh, chose for 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 the for the customers. So very very different country by country, but something really to watch uh, going forward. Yeah, it sounds like that's a, a massive change within the industry, moving from really strong uh, and controlled regulatory approach to to finding a, a different balance. Um, you know, different service suppliers, uh, different providers. Uh, with perhaps a different uh, skill set, uh, and you mentioned their move from the approach taken within the residential uh, industry, moving closer into the commercial industry, where obviously there's a huge difference in the often in the technology which is applied within those different industries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and 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 then overall, it's, it's also that you know when 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 
I mean, the de deregulation is is usually kind of a good thing because then you then, then it's kind of a, a market condition where you um, where you can much much more apply also in innovation uh, because when you when you look at it the situation today, um, also this this highly regulated market of fire safety was also not really fostering um, innovation speed, I would say. <laughs> Um, so when you look at it today, uh, I would say we have even kind of um, technology available, but we cannot apply it um, because uh, it's still kind of um, regulated. And to give you an example, also taking now the, the current uh, COVID-19 crisis, I mean, we are, for example, not, um, not allowed uh, today in, in France to, to hook up um, with, with the panels, with the fire, pa fire safety panels. Um, to do, um, you know, remote monitoring, re remote uh, commissioning, remote testing, because it's it's forbidden by regulation. Um, and now in this uh, COVID-19 crisis, um, even now the re regulation bodies and approval bodies in in, in France are all, uh, start to think about that it's maybe a good thing to um, allow remote service and remote uh, monitoring. Um, because you, I mean, in this crisis times, you cannot uh, send uh, service technicians um, on site. Mm -hmm. So um, you know, you 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 see that very much that um, you know that that it's sometimes also a little bit blocking kind of innovation and and technology we always or already have. Um, so again, something to 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 watch um, because this these changes are not overnight. Take really some time, and and we are also participating in all these approval bodies and regulation com uh, committees to to really also um, you know drive it a little bit forward and and to make it a little bit more modern, I would say, than in the past. Yeah, yeah, and I think that uh, th as you mentioned, it's it's something to watch because these changes are ongoing and probably consistently ongoing, and and they're. You know, when we're talking about something so essential uh, as fire safety, you know, we're talking about life and death uh, within our industry. It is something that needs to take a little bit of time, I can imagine, because mm -hmm. you have to find that perfect balance between bringing flexibility, opening up space for innovation, uh, enabling uh, different ways to service, to commission, to to uh, to maintain systems, while at the same time time ensuring that uh, you know the quality, the the skills, and the certification, etc., is maintained to to a level which ensures that safety. True. Mm -hmm. sure. I mean, on the on, on the other hand, I mean, it's 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 also uh, I, I think it has to be kind of a balance of you know um, when you do, for example, um, detector testing. I mean. It's from a from a technology point of view, um, you could actually optimize the the whole thing. I mean, you can have kind of a self um, self testing detector. I mean, giving giving the message about the soiling level in the detector um, uh, into in, into into the panel, and you can actually make make use of this data. Um, and and then you can actually optimize also how many times you you have to send somebody on site to make a kind of a visual test. Um, and, and, and really the detector testing. So um, I think it, it, it will be a balance. It will also take some time. But um, I mean, also with this take a spillover from, from the residential market, um, there, there will definitely changes happening uh, going forward and that kind of more, more technology um, and innovation uh, will, will find a place in the, in the fire safety market.
Definitely. And, and I think that's also really important to note that you know, just because there may be a relaxation of some of these regulations can make space for innovations which can actually improve safety, exactly as you describe. You know, having having this uh, this automated uh, automated sorry uh, and remote uh, testing of the soiling level of a detector can improve the overall safety of a system. Uh, yep. So so while it may be a, a slight relaxation to the approach, uh, it can actually deliver you know, better servicing, better maintenance, and and ultimately better safety for for the people protected by these systems um you mentioned that one that one use case there you know being able to remotely detect uh the the soiling level as an example do you have quickly i'll put you on the spot do you have quickly another use case you mentioned before a bit of remote servicing remote commissioning is there another quick uh, example you could give us of what we'd be able to achieve with you know being able to apply some of these these more innovative products or innovative approaches to a fire safety system yeah, I mean, it, it, it all starts with, with really IoT uh, functionality in a, in a detector, and then you can actually uh, create um, actually uh, different use cases. Um, for example, and this is also um, kind of our, our bread and butter business because we know it so well, um, a combination of, of fire safety and, and, and building automation. So there, there you can also make use of the different um, data sources, so to say, to um, to, to really um, bring kind of the disciplines better together, um, or um, what we also discussed in the in the other um, episode a little bit. Um, you you can also make use um, um, of the information um, uh, for for the evacuation or response plans, or you can also have a link to the security um, uh, discipline. So um, it's it's not so much I would say what the detector itself can tell you. Uh, you know, with the data they ha it has, this is mm -hmm. more the implication or you have then in kind of better better service you can do or more efficient and more effective service you can you can do. It's more that you can actually then work on on cross discipline use cases, um, as I said, uh, regarding security in connection with security or uh, in connection with with building automation. Yeah, and that's, that's always a really great point because in this era of of smart buildings, you know, when we talk about smart buildings, we talk about connectivity and and not just collecting data from different sources, but leveraging and combining that data to bring insights. I think that's a really important thing because if there's any system in a building that has a, a sensor, a detector in every room, if there's any system that has to be in every space within a building or within a, a uh, you know, a, a construction area of some description, it's fire safety. You know, we are, mm -hmm. fire safety is everywhere. Yeah, and, and, and maybe and, another another point when you when you look really at, at at fire safety as such, you also when you bring more in this, this kind of IoT functionality in. You can also come up with completely different um, business models, um, really fire safety as a service, so to say, um, where you then say, okay, dear customer, um, this is actually um, the fire safety um, as a service per square, per square meter I offer to you uh, with all kind of the, the guarantees for um, always a state-of-the-art equipment and technology um, and, and also um, kind of a perfect um, and efficient service we can we can offer. So um, it, it also opens uh, the, the space in making use of the data um, to to really go into um, other business models which are you know uh, better for for the industry as such. 
and also I can imagine if you start to apply these kinds of technologies, you know, we see in other operational technologies, if you have connected devices, if you have devices which can be easier to deploy, specifically in places like Europe where we have a huge proportion of our buildings pre-existing, you know, and, and some mm -hmm. are quite old, that means that we can actually go through and, and retrofit or bring the technology within these buildings up to a modern state without as much effort as effort as perhaps it would take uh, with a more traditional system. Yeah, and that's a really a great point because, I mean, when you, when you look, for example, into Europe, I mean, most of Europe is built already, so it's yeah. very much a, a brownfield approach we have here. Um, but, but um, you, you know, it, it's very much to go back to the installed base and, and really a, a adapt to the latest and greatest technology. So it's really something um, where we can uh, really um, help kind of the industry and definitely also our customers with um, with yeah the latest and greatest technology and and also service um, and, and new kind of business models we can we, we can discuss and, and and bring to the different purposes of, of uh, we can even tailor it to the purpose of the building so we we are very very flexible in adapting it to to really what we have to protect great Carson thank you so much for joining us today yeah, welcome. And and, uh, and thank you also to all of those listening. Uh, please feel free to comment, like, and share this episode. Subscribe to us here on the channel where you're listening to us right now. Uh, and always feel free to find us, get in touch, and let us know of any other interesting topics you would like us to cover on Buildings of Tomorrow. But until then, we'll see you soon. Bye.